In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Good oh. morning to you. St. Patrick's Day. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Kiss me, I'm Irish. M I Irish. Yeah, it's St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. I got some Irish in me, uh, but uh, I'd prefer you not kiss me. I got somebody to do that already this morning. Judging by my last name, I should know the amount of Irish that I have or that I don't have, but I've talked about this before. Maybe this makes me a bad person. I don't care to know any of that. Any of the, are you this percent or that percent or... If you go back through your family tree, uh, whatever. Wow. Because it's all <laughs> about know. you in the here and now. Is no, what... I just think, <laughs> what, what is that going to change about my life? Probably nothing. I suppose. Well, so yeah. who cares? Well, never mind. St. Patrick's Day is off, everybody. There's... Well, no, no, for you. I mean, go go nuts. And I know a lot of people I... spend their lives like digging through Ancestry and all that, and good for them. Yeah. I am like, well, I'm here, and... My family's nuts. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Can you name any of the first 13 colonies? Or uh, that Probably not. I didn't really pay too much attention in that either. Oh, I know. Same here. Well, and then look at me. I was all bragging. Just, yeah, I'm half Irish. I'll wear green. Uh, I totally forgot, too. So look at I. me. Bright pink, urine gray, and Gr- Well, blue. it's actually purple. It looks gray on oh, the screen. It? It's purple. I don't know what color purple is. Uh, we will not conform to this green day <laughs> today. I, I just, <laughs> no, we just forgot. Well, and I always kind of get my stuff ready the night before, so I wasn't in St. Patrick's Day mode. I just grabbed what was going to be easy to throw on on a cold Friday where Operation Snow Desk is underway, and yeah. I grabbed this Corn Palace sweatshirt. And It is a nice sweatshirt. I, I do like, like those it. half zips, because then you can yeah. zip a little bit more if it gets a little chilly in yeah. there, or unzip and go, yeah, okay. I don't even have a green t-shirt to wear underneath. It's blue, so. Yeah. Uh, but we are planning to make corned beef and cabbage tonight for some friends and Guinness ice cream cream and Guinness ice cream. if i can get out of here at a decent time i might try your uh green cupcakes with the boozy frosting guinness and the cupcake uh-huh, uh-huh. and then bailey's in the frosting you're gonna want to give yourself ample time for that though oh. it's a process oh like so hours you don't have because uh, you're uh-huh. gonna have to make them fill them uh-huh. let them cool mm. frost them mm. yeah it's it's a thing but it's have... worth it but if you're stressed for time okay well, you might be angry after you make them because you'll be running around the kitchen, <laughs> losing your mind. I've cursing, done that before. Curse yeah. you, McKenna. <laughs> yes. Yeah, with an MC, the the only way your name could be a little more Irish would be if it started with an O apostrophe. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Something has dropped on the beaches of Florida. Florida beachgoers upset having unexpected encounters with nudists at a popular uh. stretch of beach. Is it a nudist beach? Well, here's they're the just thing. making it one. Sections of the Canaveral National Seashore. I've never been there, but that's not far from Orlando, Daytona Beach, where a lot of people from around here go to catch some sun. Bring the family to Orlando. Let's go to the beach. Now there is a beach there that has uh, signs. Typically, that nude sunbathing is welcome. Uh, those signs were washed away in a hurricane. So. People who don't know the area show up, they're rolling out their towels, but then people who know it to be a nude beach are also there. You can... Rolling, out, rolling down their towels. hey <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Here's a few who were interviewed. Imagine their surprise. It was uncomfortable. She was covering her eyes. And there's big fat guys laying there like this. No, I don't want to see that kind of stuff. There's no law against being nude. Frustrated because there was no sign. There was no warning for us to know what we were going to experience See, that's the thing there used to be signs <laughs> there used to be signs <laughs> go back to that but with the talk about the fat guy laying like this we couldn't like, i want to yeah i want to see what this is <laughs> i have an image here's the thing though people usually i have found and i'm generalizing yes so this is not all people but a lot of people do not read signs. I've uh, come to learn that. Yeah, that even yeah. if there was a huge, like, hey, people are going to be laying like this nude, <laughs> people walk right by and be like, what's this hey. new person doing here? Yeah, read the sign. Now, we had a situation where we did read a sign on our uh, houseboat vacation at Voyagers National Park a, couple, a few years ago. And, you know, everybody on those boats seeks out places to camp essentially, or just park the boat and sleep on the boat. Yeah. And uh, so we saw a beautiful one that was, nobody had claimed it yet. What's going on? So we pull up, and we see a sign laying down oh. that said, no camping, bear sighting. Oh. <laughs> and so we're like, but this is a beautiful spot. You know, the sign is, how old is that sign? It's laying down. So we got on a two-way, and we got a hold of uh, whoever is there for emergency <laughs> services. Say, we're at this site, number 22 or whatever, and it, there's a bear sign. It, it looks old. It's laying down. Do you know if that's still active? And they radioed back, well, uh, bears could be sighted anywhere. That sign was up six months ago, so stay there if you want. Camp at your own risk. And, and we if we did. never hear from you again, we'll know they're still active. Yeah, we did stay there. there you we, did? we have a picture of our group by the sign going, well, ain't no thing. But I tell you, we drew back sort of the gangplank from the front of the boat. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I slept with one eye open that night. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to mornings on Q102. And it is St. Patrick's Day today. A lot of people partaking what? in the festivities. If you want it broken down by the number, well, I'm glad you asked. A lot of beer are going to be consumed, specifically no. Guinness. 13 million pints of Irish stouts will be downed uh, for St. Patrick's Day. They also say people spend about $5 billion on St. Patrick's Day spending. And if you wanted to know how much a pot of 1,000 gold coins oh, would be, yes. it would equal $1.92 million. Oh, so if you yeah. can find that leprechaun with the pot of gold, mm, you're going to be rich. I like it. When you mentioned the amount of uh, uh, the Guinness that's being uh, consumed, I also saw, though, at the same time, it's, you know, the green-colored lagers like your Budweiser and Coors are uh, some of the top on St. Patrick's Day. Not- well, and let me ask you this question. When you are drinking a green beer, yeah. d- in your brain, does that taste different than if you had just regular-looking <laughs> I hate to say like pea colored beer, but you know, what I mean? like it has that normal yeah. color. But then when you change it to, to green, does it taste different in your mind? I do think there's a psychological thing happening. Uh, yes, because eyes closed, I don't think you'd be able to tell that there was a little drop of green color put in it. But remember when 
Pepsi had Pepsi Clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it tasted Crystal like Pepsi. Pepsi. Crystal, yeah, that's what it was. And so it tasted like Pepsi, but Clear is like... Your brain is going, something Something's ain't right weird. here. Something's weird. I think that's the same thing with the green beer. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Uh, we haven't had a chance to ask about, uh, did you get in on our Lakeland Broadcasting uh, uh, basketball? No. you got to be careful what you I say. So good. Yeah. So they said, well, we better not ask her. She'll win it all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, right. Experts say the odds of a flawless March Madness are one in 9.2 quintillion. And it's it's (laughs) so impossible. You might not even try. And apparently, after yesterday, and I'm not following, I hear there were a lot of upsets. So a lot of brackets are busted on day two because of the upsets. So. That's why I'm just, I'm, Todd, just take my 20 bucks. I don't need to even fill one out. I'm never going to yeah. win. Now, don't cry in your green beer. It's not worth getting super <laughs> sad. Everybody else is busted by right. day three. Yeah. You may have uh, heard, I don't know if it's accurate, that sometimes I, I get a little upset in traffic. Um, no. You? Tension. No. <laughs> I used to joke. <laughs> When I lived out in east, so near Boston, I said they they don't even sell mittens out in Massachusetts in the Boston area because then you can't uh, give a oh. salute in traffic because yeah <laughs> you're not doing the thumbs up you can still do that in ah. mittens but oh no the okay I get it no uh, coming up here in a few a story about how uh, thumbs down is uh, maybe even more offensive to some. Then, you know, the other one-finger salute. And uh, we have uh, maybe your age folks to thank for that, uh, oh. Laura. Yeah, it's Well, thank it's you. Fascinating. <laughs> I'll try it out on First Street uh, at noon today. <laughs> See how it goes for you. <laughs> That's next on Q102. It's a great day with Q102. Well, the uh, Gen Zs and millennial drivers have uh, figured out uh, something here that I think we could all learn from. You said you're, what, end of millennial? I'm high-end old millennial. Old millennial. We, and okay. I hate that word. It just sounds so... Well, millennial. what, you would have been, yeah, close to... Well, no. Well, whatever. Let's, I was in 83. I was born in 83, so okay. that makes me probably close to the border of some other generation, but yeah. still considered, I guess, millennial. Gen Z's and young millennial drivers on TikTok. I'm sorry, that's not you, Laura. No, I'm an oldie. They're saying, you know what? Thumbs down on the road is better than the other one finger salute and is even a bigger insult, more hurtful as roadway retribution. And here's one TikToker uh, explaining uh, how this came up. One time when we were in Colorado, there was an outcrossing sign, so we slowed down to the recommended speed. And then somebody from Colorado went around us rolled her window down, stuck their arm all the way out, and gave us a thumbs down. And I think about that interaction every single day. Flipping people off when you're driving is dead. Give them a thumbs down. They will not forget you. They will not forget you with a thumbs down. There is something to be said about that. It's almost, if you think back to your childhood, when you did something that all of a sudden mom and dad are sitting you down, and they say, you know, we're not even mad. We're just really disappointed. Disappointed. It's like, oh, crushed. So anybody can, yeah, use the middle finger. But if you Uh thumbs down somebody, it's Mm -hmm. probably one of those, like, just really disappointed in your driving and Mm -hmm. disappointed in you being part of 
society. It, oh, well, what I, what I think is brilliant about that is, is on YouTube, you can still do a thumbs down. It's sort of the universal oh, uh, whatever emblem of censure on YouTube. Facebook never went with a thumbs down. Sometimes I wish they had. Also, uh, it makes people feel rejected by the real world. It's a way of getting a satisfaction of scolding without being too antagonistic. Hey, man, that was a, a loser move. Thumbs down. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I th- are you going to use that now in, well, in, when, in, during your morning road rage on the way into work for the <laughs> two other people that are out that you're mad at for some reason? Well, not just willy-nilly, of course. Uh, they got to give me a reason to uh, to do that. Uh, on TikTok, the hashtag thumbs down has more than 16 million views. So that's catching on. I have one thumbs down for that TikToker right there. What's the rush? This this uh, one time when we were in Colorado, there was an outcrossing sign, so we slowed down to the recommended speed, and then somebody from Colorado went. So they do know that you don't have to hold your TikTok to fifteen seconds anymore, right? I think they give you ten minutes. Sometimes I have to listen a couple times. That makes me an old millennial. Also, I go, wait a minute, you're going too fast. Wait, well, how's that again, Sunny? (laughs) Sometimes you just want to wake up and laugh. It's so funny. Q one hundred two. You know. I could go out of the house without coffee and be fine. I did have a regular cup. I wish I had had an Irish coffee, but I guess that might be inappropriate since there is Irish whiskey in well, the coffee, isn't there? Well, the, the first part of the show may have sounded normal, but by the end, <laughs> by now, you never know what would happen. Uh, you should try it. Right? <laughs> see what see what goes down. Well, I'll just dig that bottle out of my desk drawer. No. Yeah, I'll never do that. Of course, there is a new line of coffee that is coming out from none other than Snoop Dogg. Oh, what are we yes. steeping for that coffee? Well, <laughs> here, here's where I thought Snoop, I love you, and I mean he's he's definitely getting into all different product lines yes, and all different things. Yes. But he said this brand new coffee is is right up his alley because he says it is. The many long nights in the studio making hit after hit. It's coffee that provided the fuel which kept us going. Mm. I don't buy that. I don't think you were fueled by coffee, Snoop. (laughs) I think we all know what was going on in the studios, and it was not coffee. Oh, Snoop. Gotta Good love for you. him, though. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I guess it's going to be called, it's an Indonesian coffee, so Ooh. it's Indo XYZ. I don't know if it's in stores now. If you order it online, I think it's just getting created. But, okay. I mean, hey, why not? <laughs> Good, try some. Thank you, Snoop. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. And as far as St. Patrick's Day goes, I think I need to call up my jig again for the text that we got this morning with a photo. Do you see this? Oh, Deanna. Picture of a shamrock shake there looking delicious and minty. And then right next to it, a bottle of peppermint schnapps. (laughs) Oh, little bonus in the kitchen tip for you. I would not have thought of that, but okay. You go, Deanna, you message us anytime with things Mm -hmm. like that. I do have to tell you, and this is absolutely true. uh, Have you heard of a golden Cadillac ice cream drink? No. Yeah, it's got the ice cream, obviously. And Galliano is that tall, skinny bottle with the golden oh, yeah. liqueur and mm-hmm. then cream to cocoa in it. Love those. But, you know, blending up all that ice cream can be time-consuming. We would go and get a large vanilla shake from McDonald's and then add 
the Galliano and Cream de Coco. Boom! Oh, Instant Golden Cadillac. Okay. You're welcome. Follow me for more complicated recipes. <laughs> but for- You know, I always say, usually if you do any of my recipes, it's not going to be complicated, weird ingredients, yeah. things like that. The Drunken Irish Cupcake recipe that I shared yesterday, a little bit more high maintenance than some of my other recipes, mm. only because you have to make the cupcakes from scratch. Not yeah, that hard, but, yeah. you know, it's more than just dump it out of a box and mix some eggs and some oil in. But then you're going to fill it with the ganache that's also homemade, so you oh. have to, you know, shred your bittersweet chocolate and melt that down. And then you have to make the frosting and then pipe it on there. So not super hard, but definitely well, harder than walk into a store and buy some cupcakes, you know? Well, you think, I might be able to come up with a cheat, just like our Golden Cadillacs yeah. made from, you could make them from scratch, blending it all up, but I go to McDonald's and uh, pick up a shake. Yeah. Uh, and also, we're going to make our uh, Guinness ice cream tonight. Now, there's the long version where it's with egg yolks, and you cook that all up, and then you put in the Guinness, and you you carefully cook that to remove the alcohol, And you mostly. simmer it down. Simmer down now. And then you put it in an actual old-time ice cream freezer. Uh, we're going to try it in one of those, you know, those little ice cream freezers countertop. You freeze the container, and then you just put in the mixed stuff, and it runs for 20 minutes, and it's done. We're going to try it that way to boil down a syrup from the Guinness, and then add that to the ice cream towards the end of the mixing process. And Listen, I, because uh, even yeah. if it doesn't turn out to the perfect hardened capacity of ice cream, yeah. it still would be an ice cream boozy Guinness milkshake consistency. That's true. And that would be equally yep. delicious. So you can't tonight. go wrong here. Uh, do share your St. Patty's Day hacks. <laughs> 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 and it is a Friday night. We've had bad roads. Let's all be smart, have our drivers, uh, if you're planning to go celebrate. I mean, it should be a quiet evening, weather-wise, cold. Uh, Be smart, be safe, and uh, we'll hope to see you back here on Monday. And I'm going to be hanging around another couple of hours, actually. We say goodbye to Laura, and I'm about to... Turn this place upside down in Laura's Look at you. You're about to get crazy with your shamrock shake. All the jigs. All, all the jigs you can handle for two hours. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Morning Shows in case you missed it podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9 or anytime right here on demand.